This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today. We got a lot to cover with the one and only. Her lips are in the background, Miss Sarah Frazier. Hi, David. Yeah, oh my God. Do we have, like, I have been looking forward to this show because there's so much scoop. I mean, so much juice. And I watched, you know, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Um, I've, I'm up to speed on RHOBH. I mean, we like, we could do an hour just on breaking down those two shows. Just on breaking down those two shows now. Okay. Everyone. Yes. This is like, you know, these are going to be a few weeks, you know, we, we record and then it's a few weeks later. So everyone just keep that in mind. Um, should we start with girls trip? We really haven't talked about girls trip a lot together. Oh my God. Do you want to, do you want to get into it? Cause I could, I could go 20 minutes. I have a million thoughts. I have my a million husband, thoughts. And then I have some things of like, who's the ultimate, who's the most thirsty. I got some questions for you. Okay. What are, okay. What are your thoughts? You. I mean, what oh, are your thoughts well, on this all, thing? Does glam squad not exist in the Berkshires? Like, is there, so, okay, wait, give me like, am I missing something? They all didn't seem to bring glam. Why? Well, because they're paid far less, like what, or they wanted this to appear like Northern Massachusetts or Western Massachusetts, wherever the fuck the Berkshires are. I've actually been there, but I can't remember. Um, I don't get it. They didn't seem very glam. I, first of all, didn't even notice this, if you can believe it. And second of all, I mean, I love it. I love like when you talk to the old school housewives that are like, Oh, I never knew we had to do glam in the past. I like it. I like the laying in bed, no makeup, like 
this is a real reality show. Do you know what I mean? Like, I like that more than Dorit Kemsley in head to toe Gucci and seven inch heels at breakfast making an omelet. I do. All right. Well, you get it on Girls Trip. You get it 110%. I just thought, wow, okay, maybe they did that as a conscious choice. It was interesting to me. There wasn't a lot of glam from anybody. They're very stripped down, I guess. And and you know what? Great point. Maybe to your point, we've become so accustomed to all of these women. I mean, even Jen Shaw, right? I mean, just like, it's so over the top that I think when we see them without it, it's like, oh, what's wrong? And you're right. I think maybe a lot of people really love that. And maybe that was the aesthetic they were going for and they got it. And I think I like this girl's trip two better than girl's trip one. I do. I think. I never watched Girls Trip 1, didn't have a lot of interest. I've watched this. It's phenomenal. What I like best about this is I think you actually see all the women in an entirely different light than what you believed they were when they were housewives. I I, I mean, I could go on and on. Do you want to comment on that? Because I have a million thoughts. I love that they got political on this series. Like, I love that they got into a mask discussion, Vicky and Dorinda. I mean, of course it like escalates to tears, which is, uh, you know, whatever you can argue that it's a little over the top, but I thought that was great because I'm like, oh my God, how relatable, you know, I mean, who amongst us in our real lives with our own friends and family are not having those conversations. And, you know, I thought it was good that Bravo, like let them disagree and seem to like keep it all in. I mean, I do, I agree in the sense of, and I thought this about girls trip too. Sorry, like my, my cleaning lady is here. So help everyone welcome. Like, no, sorry, it's fine. Is that like <laughs> um, staff? That was, <laughs> <laughs> we have a staff of many here behind the yeah, Velvet people. Friend. This is a whole we work going on here. Oh my God. Um, epic, epic. Here's where we are. Here's what I like. I, and I felt this about girls trip one also. I think that when you stack up these housewives from different franchises next to each other, it, it becomes clear to me who the superstars are. Do you know what I mean? Like you might be the superstar on your, yeah, to me, it's like people pop and others fade. And it's like, I really start to get a sense of, yeah, it's like you're taking a fish out of water. You know, there's a lot of chatter online that, you know, Dorinda had a, um, like an unfair advantage, like the home court advantage, so to speak, because it was her house and not in the edit, but just in the, which I'm not so sure that's really true, but okay. Who is your, who's your ultimate? Like this is ultimate girls. Who is the ultimate? Who is the number? And by the way, Brandy Glanville and Joel Zarin were on um, watch what happens live. And they were asked a whole series of questions like this. Yep, so great. let's just start with who, cause I mean, I have a clear winner, like who is the ultimate of the ultimate. And I have one that just pops for me more than others. And then I have a second so tell me your clear number one. And then tell me your second choice. I think my clear number one is Jill Zarin. I think Jill is like really? bringing it in a way. It's, I think maybe two, I actually would say Jill has the advantage because we haven't seen Jill for so long. First of all, Jill looks fucking phenomenal. I don't know if Jill has had work done or no work done, but she looks unbelievable, effortless. She's like toned down, less annoying. She seems like a little bit of the voice of reason. And she seems like the girlfriend you want. Jill for me is the clear standout. Really? Okay. Actually, this is probably like an unpopular one is actually Ava. 
I don't know why I never got into Ava, never cared. I sort of loved, not that I'm advocating for this, but you know, Ava's out there like having a cigarette. I mean, Ava to me is just so like, I don't know. She's, she's just like a girl that you meet outside the nightclub after a long night. And you're like, you know what? I think we could be best friends. Like, I just, I don't know. I saw Ava in a totally different light to me. Those are my two who, who for you. Um, okay. So for me, um, okay. So first of all, wow. Um, wow about Jill. Now I have to say, I think, and I'll give you my answers. I feel Jill is, and we kind of talked about this before. I feel Jill is really, I've said this before. And I mean, this is a compliment. Like I think Jill's like learned she's looking, she had a timeout for, for reporting Andy. Well, like I feel Jill is really trying to behave herself. I, I do. And I don't mean that in the positive, negative. I just, I feel like Jill is like really keeping it together and not trying to like be too loud or the center of everything. I think Jill wants she realizes this is like, don't fuck it up, Jill Zarin. Like, this is my entry back into the Bravo family, which is what she really wants and good for her. So I, I feel she's really trying to behave herself. I think she's yeah, one of the more too. behaved. Eva, to me, is, I mean, there's, there was a lot of chatter online, too, that Eva is kind of like the most, like, I think this is a chance for a lot of people to redeem themselves. I mean, Eva was pregnant right when she got Real Housewives of Atlanta. So I had Eva on my podcast, okay? And I was like, this is going to be okay. This is going to be a nice little chat. And I was speechless. I was speechless. Everyone needs to listen to my chat with Eva Marcel. I fucking loved her when she was on my show. I couldn't believe how quick and fast that we covered Tyra Banks and Top I loved her. Loved the woman. And so I think I'm seeing that on the screen is like, I don't think we really saw a lighthearted, fun Eva when she was on you know, Atlanta, she's doing good. She was so different on girls trips. So different. I don't know. I guess I just have this image of her pregnant on RHOA, just like eating ice. And I don't know, like not interesting, you know? And I just, I feel like, oh my God, she's, but you know, it's hard to stand out in Atlanta because there's such huge personalities. I think these girls trips are well cast in that and, you know, that's probably the re- one of the reasons why a lot of these women are not on, you know, full-time housewives. Um, but they're, they're all a little like, like Taylor, they're just a little, they're, I think they're great, but they're not, they don't hold their own so much, I think, on the screen with these other housewives, which is kind of why they're no longer on. But why together- Why the ex-housewives club? Ex-housewives club, yeah. But together, they're really, they really shine. Well, here is- my there's only one true standout for me. I mean, they're all great, but the one that is the ultimate, the real just genius the is Miss Phaedra Parks. Really? I, I cannot. I, I cannot. I, I cannot. It's so funny. And to me, Phaedra, I feel like she doesn't add anything. I mean, I love Phaedra and she brings it with the glass. She looks great, but I just, I, I feel like we're seeing, I feel like we see a way subdued, like, not that interested, Phaedra. I just, I don't know. I feel like she is so funny. She steals every scene she's into me. She, her one-liners are just you love heads it. and shoulders. I love, she's my, she's my ultimate, ultimate. Out of the ultimates, she's the, the superstar. Now, you know who's a close second for me? <sighs> Miss Dorinda 
medley. Dorinda is just, I think, a close second to Phaedra. I think... Dorin. I mean, I get it. I get why everyone loved her on Roni. And I just think this made me realize just why. And like all the stuff in the real world, she's clapping back at Vicky. But even on the screen, I mean, Dorinda's like one-liners and just she, I don't know, she's popping off the page for me. She's popping off the screen. So after Phaedra, I would say Dorinda, it goes down as one of just the classic, classic, she's my second. That's, it's those two. I mean, what about the least ultimate? They asked Brandy this, like who is the least worthy of, of being there? You know, and I, I have one and I like this person a lot, but just process of elimination. So who's, who's your, who's. Uh, well, I mean, I feel like it's probably going to be the same. I, it's like, I like Taylor probably. a lot. I love Taylor, but I think she, she's just, we've said this, we've had these conversations. Like there's just sometimes where the people are too normal for reality TV. And Taylor just seems like she's so sweet and like has moved on. It's Taylor for me. Yeah. I mean, it has to be. It has to yeah, be that process of elimination. And that's what Brandy said. I mean, I do like watching the dynamic between Brandy and Taylor and just that was from the past. And, you know, and yeah, listen, and I'm a little, yeah. And I'm a little, the OG of the OC. I mean, when she stacked up against the legend, she's fallen a little short, not just, I know she's in a bad mood and it's, she just broke up with Steven. And, and so it's just, she's falling. It's almost like, I love oh, Vicky. It. She's had her time. Vic. I feel she's had her um, time. I, I'm undecided because kind of I classic love though. Yeah, classic. I mean, I do kind of love like the the just like she says anything that she feels. She's just completely like I don't like this. I don't like that. And I love the like get Tara, Tara. What are you talking about? Like I love when she freaks out. So I do kind of like Vicky, but I see like um, I can see how it's sort of played out. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I feel the same way. I love her. I feel, I feel listen, after Phaedra, I mean, I, for the Comedian Award, if after we give Phaedra, it's my number one. The second best comic to me is Brandy. Brandy is hilarious. Hilarious. She's like, well, I know, like, but I, I can't tell you that I'm not going to tell you to fuck off. And then Vicky's like, no, 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 you will never say that to me again. She's like, I mean, I understand, like, I probably am going to try not to, but I can't promise. Like, I mean, I might tell you to go fuck yourself. Brandy is such a shit stir no matter where she goes. She shit stirs everyone. She shit stirs Ava. You know, she and Ava are like becoming really close on this trip, but she talks shit about her. You know, she called her husband a man. China. I mean, yeah, Brandy. I, I do like, I mean, Brandy is a classic. I do like Brandy. Um, I, I'm just trying to put the, no, I mean, Brandy adds a lot, a lot. And I think what's interesting about Brandy is she's such a fan of the show herself. Like she watches everything. She knows everything. And Brandy does call it like she sees it. You know, I mean, you know, that whole conversation where Dorinda's like, oh, I'm on pause. I'm on pause. Like you all have been fired. I'm on pause. And basically Brandy's like, we're all fired. Like you can, you can put any label on it that you want. I mean, Brandy is sort of the mirror for all those women. She is. And I think, and then I want to get into who's like the craziest. I mean, just, these women are all a little off. I mean, I'm a little off, so yeah. it's no, but I feel Brandy to me is she's great, but she is the mirror. I think she's kind of in on the joke. Like, I think she's way smarter than we think. Like, I don't think Brandy's really 
just certifiable. I think she's in on the joke. I do. I mean, maybe not. No, I think she, I think she is that that's a good point. I think she is. Yeah. I don't think Brandy takes herself that seriously. No, she doesn't. No, at all. I think that's true. Yeah. I think Brandy's, I mean, Brandy's been through the ringer, you know, with Eddie Ciprian. I mean, I'm sure you remember because God, it was like how many years ago, 10 years ago. I mean, you know, Eddie and Leanne Rimes were literally caught having an affair on a restaurant security camera. I mean, that was like huge tabloid fodder back in the day. I mean, enormous. And Brandy, you know, to me, Brandy is a woman that's been humbled. She had a trajectory in Hollywood. She was married to this very handsome Hollywood actor who was doing very well. He goes on set for a film with Leanne, ends up having this big affair. I mean, they had two young boys. I mean, Brandy has, she's been through hell with that divorce. She, she and Leanne obviously famously feuded for years. She's been fired from house. She's been sued. I mean, she, she's come out. Like she's been through the ringer in a very public way. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. You guys know I work from home, and because of that, I travel a lot, and I'm never in one place for very long. And that's why when it came to my mental health, the only option I could see was Talkspace. Talkspace is kind of like having a therapist in your pocket. I personally, and you too, can reach out to your therapist or psychiatrist anytime from anywhere. And it just makes taking care of mental health so easy. When I'm away and I need to talk to my therapist, I just send a message from wherever, you know, I can work through things. It's so easy. You can sign up online and basically start therapy the same day you sign up. You can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist. So it's just easy. It's convenient. It's literally like you don't have to leave your home. And it's also, I mean, this is the greatest part, I think. Well, one of the greatest parts, it's affordable. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages 24-7. They'll engage with you literally, you know, any day. So listen, as a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code VELVET to get $100 off of your first month and show your support for the show, right? That's nice. That's VELVET and Talkspace.com. You know how on a recent episode of Girls Trip, Brandy Glanville was talking about pleasuring herself and Vicki Gumbelson and Dorinda Medley, they weren't really into that. I think Dorinda actually said she doesn't like to pleasure herself. Well, listen, I am going to send Dame products to Vicki and to Dorinda, and I guarantee you they're going to change their tune. Dame products are thoughtfully engineered toys. Yes, that's right. Great vibrators and other sex toys for women. There's discreet shipping, hassle-free returns, and you know what? A whole lot of fun. I guarantee you Vicky and Dorinda would have fun if I sent them Dame products. And what should I pick out for them? The Eva, that's really their first and most iconic product. It's a hands-free couples vibrator. Look, Vicky's got her new boyfriend, right? So the Eva would be perfect. And then there's the Air. It's a suction vibrator and it's designed to get you there. Get it? They have massage oils. They have everything at Dame. So go to dameproducts.com and use code VELVETROBE for, wait for it, 15% off. That's VELVETROBE. 
That's the code. Go to Dame Products and you get 15% off your first order. And you know what? Hey, once you get yours, reach out to Vicky and Dorinda and ask them if they're enjoying yours. You guys can compare notes. Have fun. I know you guys love listening to my five-day-a-week celebrity interview podcast, but guess what? I found another podcast that interviews even bigger names and does so way more professionally than I do. Honestly, they do. Listen, it's called The Envelope. It's a celebrity guest podcast from the LA Times. That's right, LA Times, guys. And they cover award seasons in Hollywood and the entertainment industry. The first six episodes are available to binge now. That's right, right now. And let me tell you about these guests. I am so jealous. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Jennifer Coolidge, David Harbour from Stranger Things, Jessica Biel. Oh, and they get so deep and in-depth with their interviews. They really go there. Listen, these six episodes kept me so happy. Six hours of pure bliss. So listen, download and listen to the latest episodes of The Envelope anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can thank me later. Happy listening. She has, and it's not like... Her door is not being knocked down. Today. No, like, I mean, people exactly aren't saying, I, 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 I want to date you. I want to bring you on this show. So she's, you know, making it happen. You know, I, I do. I mean, look, if we, anyone forgot that she had this tough time, she's reminded us as she told Taylor and the whole girls, like my life was yeah, tough was, too. So that was interesting. I don't know. To me, it's like the most unhinged, to me, is probably Dorinda. And I would say Vicky is probably second. I think when you, like, just, uh, they're the two that are, and I guess that's not really a negative. It's almost like they're really authentic then. You know what I mean? Like, I think Dorinda seems the most unhinged to me. Oh my God, 110%. And I wanted to go to the Greystone until I saw the awful itineraries in the Bluestone Manor. Uh, There's there's, there's rules, right? This is not the Greystone, Sarah, as you crack yourself up over there. I mean, the house is painted gray. I always say Greystone and it's Bluestone. Anyway, it's just too many fucking rules. Like, okay. And it's just, oh, I don't know. She she seems, and what irritates me the most about Dorinda is like, I used to like Dorinda when she drank and did cocaine, allegedly. Like in New York City with John, she was much like fun, lighter. At the Bluestone, it's just like, oh, don't walk in the house. Don't touch anything. Don't put this here. Don't, let me get this. Let me get my mate. You know, it's just like you, have you ever stayed at someone's house like that where you're just like, oh, I can't wait to fucking get out of here because yes. they- I have. They are so anal retentive about their home. To me, I, I feel for those women. I'm like, oh. But she still has like, it. when she's making her points, it still is like, huh, Dorinda, like, what's that word? Like this, I still hear the slurring. I still hear old totally school Dorinda, like slurring, which she's like, I don't but know. Do like, think, I just. Okay, do you think Dorinda looks good? I feel like Dorinda's a little bit of a shell of herself. Like, there isn't a lot of glam. There's not a lot. I don't know. I just feel like what's happened to Dorinda over. I don't know. Is it me? I mean, I, I don't know. I think she's, she's, I'm really enjoying her second right after Phaedra. I'm like, she's, I don't know. She just is effortless in these one-liners to me. And I have to say now that Andy Cohen has brought it up, and put it in my mind, because Andy's now put it there. 
part of me almost gives Tamara the third best, but I have to say, I, I, I also can't watch Tamara at all. I am so now aware of her in this podcast, thanks to Andy Cohn. Oh, really? It's oh, like funny. It's, 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 yeah, I can't describe it. I can't describe it. it. It's like, in a way, I'm like, she's my third most ultimate. But then in a way that would be Brandy instead, but not really Brandy. Brandy's just having some good moments. And I don't know, now I'm aware that Tamara is aware. Do you know what I mean? Not that yeah. the others are not aware, but I'm aware that Tamara's aware and all of this is going to be talked about on a podcast. I don't know. It, it's, I see Andy's point. Okay. Brandy has a podcast too, like we talked about, but it's, it's just, it's different. Brandy's podcast isn't just talking about housewives. I don't know. It's Andy okay. Cohn's fault. It's, it's like Andy Cohn's fault Andy's that, that I'm fault. saying this. Okay. It's, I, I think it's, I think it's really, really good. Um, you know, it is, it's, it's definitely like a great combination of people. Um, and wait, now how many episodes is it though? Because the fourth episode dropped yesterday. So the new episodes come out every Thursday. So it's more than three. Initially we thought it was three, but it's like, how, is it five or six? Uh, I thought it was like eight. Oh, I think oh, it's okay. like, they said eight days. I think, because if you notice it, it's each, I think every episode is a day. Okay. I thought okay. It was, and then to me, like, just to go back to your other point, like, Jill is, and this is a, not an insult. Jill is the one to me that is Jill and Taylor. Jill's ultimate, of course. It's Taylor that's the least ultimate. But Jill and Taylor are kind of fading into the background. Like I just, I don't know. I feel Jill is really behaving herself. She's really yeah, she like just yeah. fading, and I, that, I, I, I get it. And it's just, it's. But I'm a little shocked. Maybe I thought like we'd have more drama from her I don't know I feel like each person's personality is kind of there like I'm not I guess Eva's maybe the most shocking but maybe Knox I had her on my show and I knew that she was like this so oh I love it so but listen we're gonna keep watching um oh and who do you think is the thirstiest to get back on their shows I see mine would have been Dorinda I feel like Dorinda and Vicky it's a tie I feel like that's why they, to me, it's so obvious why Vicky and Dorinda clash. Cause they're like the same person. They're completely the same person. Um, and they are both, they both want back so bad, I think. And I mean, I think Vicky is like, I think that's why Vicky is like starting all that shit. And I mean, Vicky's been in the press over the past month. I mean, if I have to say anything, I feel like Vicky's winning. Like in a way you kind of want Vicky to come back because don't we want to see her date again? She's so thirsty to get married after Steve. I think it's such a tie for Vicky and Dorinda. Jill said she thought, I'm watch what happens. Vicky's the most thirstiest to get back on the show. Totally. Brandy said it was Jill sitting next to Jill. And she, this is why I love Brandy. She just, she is telling the truth. Mm -hmm. And then she said, Dorinda second. I would say, I think, I think it's Jill. I mean, it's not in a bad way. She just wants back. And I think it's Vicky second. That's, I would say that. I okay. mean, listen, I think they, they're all thirsty. They all want back on their show totally. or not. But I would say Jill wants it the most. Guess what? It's going to happen for Jill. She's coming to the OG show. I can tell you this 100%. It's happening. We're not doing an OG Roni show without Jill's hair. It's happening. So Did Jill's going to get that. See, I feel like Ava and Phaedra don't care if they come back. I mean, I know Phaedra. I mean, look, okay, we've talked all about Bobby. She was Bobby Brown's attorney. Bobby they Brown. Less. Bobby Brown said that Phaedra was thirsty 15 years ago, you know? 
but Phaedra and Ava to me seem like they don't care. I don't know. Yeah, I think they care a lot less. Look, Eva's busy. She's on the Ricky Smiley show. Like she's working yeah. in entertainment. Yeah. So uh, I do feel that, yes, I feel she is, they're probably the least too thirsty. I, I would agree with that. I would 100% agree with that. And Brandy needs money. So she's thirsty, but I don't even, it's, she'll take you, the money. I mean, I would be so curious to interview Brandy because do you think Brandy needs the money? I mean, you know, Brandy had one of the original podcasts, like one of the original housewife podcasts. Now that can be a good thing and a bad thing. I think the podcast game has changed a lot in five years when it like five years ago, it was like nothing. Now it's really, and it's even still evolving. So I don't know if her podcast charts anymore or whatever, you've got two teas in a pot, you know, other things have come in that I think people like new things. Um, do you think her podcast does well and makes a lot of money? I'm talking like 300, 400,000 a year. I don't, I really you don't. don't. Okay. I mean, that's just me. Yeah, no, I think Brandy, you know, with two sons and I, you know, living in where she, I, I think she needs the money. Yeah, uh, I, I think she needs the money. Okay. I do. That's like my honest opinion. Um, what else do we have going on in the world of, um, let me see, what else should we so talk about? Do you about? want to stay on like the girls trip? Do you want to talk girls trip? Because when Brandy was on watch what happens live, she also had more tea on the Sutton, Harry Hamlin, Lisa Renna, um, Elton yeah. John. Let's thing. talk about that. Well, basically she says Sutton, Brandy says Sutton's full of shit and that Sutton had invited Brandy's friend Erica also to her table and to the event. And then at some point during the event said, hey, you know, I'd, I'd like if you'd pay me back from the ticket, you know, like, I mean, so basically Brandy's calling her out. It's like, a, you know, she says she has all this money, but point blank asked for money for the ticket from her friend that she invited mind you i think these tickets were eleven thousand dollars weren't they i'm pretty sure that's what i heard probably i, mean, I think they a, were you know, eleven thousand um that's a very big deal you know this might sound crazy i don't really know if brandy lies like does brandy really lie like is she known as a liar i don't know i don't really think so i think she's shocking and controversial but she doesn't you know I mean, look, I have so many questions for Brandy. Like, who would you rather spend, you know, a month on a deserted island with, like Lisa Vanderpump or Vicky? I mean, I, I just like, I have a lot of deep questions for her. You know what I no, mean? Like, I, I think she tells the truth. And, you know, I, I also think just Brandy being visibly back, it really hurts Denise because I think, yeah, I, th I, I think everything that Brandy said about Denise is true, you know, and it just makes Denise, I don't know. Now I really believe Denise is a full liar. Like, like just lies. Look, I'm going to be honest, finding that balance between too high and not high enough. It's tough. Come on. I'm sure you've all had that problem, right? Well, listen, not anymore. Diet smoke has formulated the perfect high. I mean, look, sometimes you're not high enough and that sucks because like the world is really effing stressful and you just need to escape life's problems, right? Then other times I find, well, like now I'm too high and I have to do the behind the velvet or a podcast five days a week for all of you. So the balance is what I strive for. I know it's what all of you strive for. And listen, Diet Smoke has formulated the perfect high. 
Here's the thing. Their Delta 8 gummy gives you a beautiful balanced buzz every time. They are so freaking good. And if you're looking for something a little bolder, Diet Smoke's Delta 9 gummies are for you. The flavors, watermelon, peach. There's so many options. My personal favorite, blue raspberry. Yeah, you get that high and you have that blue raspberry going on. Oh my God. And you don't need a medical card or license to order Diet Smoke. Hello, hallelujah. They're so confident in their product that if you're not 100 percent satisfied. They will give you your money back. No questions asked. Okay. So head over to dietsmoke.com and use code velvet for 15% off your first order. That's promo code velvet at dietsmoke.com for 15% off your first order. Now let's get that perfect high on babe. Oh my God, I have to tell you guys about So Lean, So Clean. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows that I've been trying to lose weight this summer and I wanted something, it's really simple. I wanted something that was high protein, low carbs, and low sugar. I mean, I also wanted something that tasted great. And that's when I discovered So Lean, So Clean. Soline So Clean is a clean plant-based protein powder. I personally use it after my workout. I use it sometimes to make shakes and smoothies. It has 21 grams of protein per serving, zero grams of sugar, and the carbs are between one and four grams. It comes unflavored in vanilla and chocolate, but let me tell you the vanilla chai, oh my God. But look, don't take my word for it. Soline So Clean, which is from the brand Aura, they have over 10 thousand five star reviews from happy online customers. Do you know how hard that is? And there's no risk. You can try Aura's products. And if you're not happy for any reason within 30 days, you get a full refund. You get 30% off your first subscription when you text ROPE to 64,000. Text ROPE, R-O-P-E, to 64,000 and get 30% off your first subscription. That's ROPE to 64,000. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at Aura Organic slash terms. Yeah. I mean, why would you make this up, right? It's, I mean, I know why you would make it up, but like, yeah, it's probably happened, right? I mean. Oh, I think so too. It's yeah. I mean, I guess that is true. I mean, but yeah, she did say that about Sutton. I mean, speaking of Beverly Hills, Rinna has recently come out the other week and said, Rinna, Rinna, listen, she knows she's like, she doesn't do it when the show's not on. I mean, I really think they, for all my saying, they never care about what goes on on social media, Bravo. And so, and I really don't think they do. It's like, they must love Rinna. I mean, she's like working for the network. She is like, posting 24 seven. And she said, you know, listen, I'm sick of it. All you people, fans, watchers, every time we argue with Garcelle, you call us racist and I'm not having it. I, I, I won't have it anymore. Stop here's calling the, us racist. It's screenshot. I'll read it verbatim. Cause I okay. think it's good. And then it was deleted. Rena posted, uh, we fight on our show. If we fight with Garcelle, we are all of a sudden called a racist. That's bullshit. I will not accept that. I will express myself when and how I want, and I'm not afraid of any of you hoes. Then the second one was, and if you are just so triggered by our show, and a lot of you pussies are, go watch Dubai. And, you know, then, of course, uh, Carolyn Brooks wrote at Lisa Reno, why did you mention our show in your posts? What did you mean by go watch Dubai? Which, of course, she's taking a dig at how low the ratings are and how boring they are, right? Is she, is, is that what she meant? Cause I didn't understand what she meant. Oh, I think, I think she was like, Hey, if you want boring 
Oh. That's how I took it. I don't know, but maybe other. How people did she it. say it again? Like how how did she say the Dubai thing? She wrote Carolyn wrote at well. She goes if you and if you are just so triggered by our show and a lot of you pussies are go watch Dubai. I took that as look Dubai. They're like wallpaper. You know they're like watching paint dry. So if you want to go not be triggered by anything, go watch these women that are basically trying to do anything that we are. That's how I took it. But maybe people. Took it and the other way. There was more to it too. I mean, these. And then who is? Oh my god, I'm going to say her name wrong. She's on Dubai. Is it Chanel? Uh, Chanel. Chanel. Okay. So Chanel writes, Rena, Africa called. They want their lips back. Keep Dubai out of your mess and your mouth. Tune in next Wednesday, 9 p.m. for a brand new episode of R H O Dubai, which is great publicity for them, right? And then I mean, Lisa from Dubai said she does not want this heat. We're not BH. We will drag her. From right up off that doctor's table to the desert. I mean, uh, it's great drama. I, I I don't think Ren is nervous, but I, I mean, I I don't think she's done. nervous. And I, see, I don't like. I have no problem. I mean, I don't like the Dubai responses. To me, then that this is thirsty. They all three reek of thirst. These three Dubai responses. It's like you're so thrilled that Lisa Rinna, the yeah, icon. I, I mean, mean, love Rinna or hate her, she's above the show she's lisa renna i mean you can hate her i i get why people hate her i get it but she's these dubai women are so happy they're so happy well i don't blame them i mean i'd capitalize on it too good for them for responding i mean i think we all know at this point and maybe bravo will give it time to grow but i mean dubai needs the ratings so i I thought the i thought that dubai women good for you jump in and you know anything to drum up some um you know kick up some sand, kick up some dust. I like it. I like it. Um, do you want to like, what's your comment about Lisa Renna's comments? And, and then they were suddenly deleted about, um, they're racist. Cause I guess my question is the only one recently, I, I guess they, I guess Sutton, I guess they say Sutton too, but the only person I've seen them come after for being racist is this Diana, right? Or, or, or is Rena's comments filled with your racist because you said this, or this is a uh, microaggression or. Let me say, I, I don't know. I don't know where anyone said anything else. The, yeah. I haven't seen recent. where, I mean, I haven't seen where like Dory, I didn't, I didn't think any of anyone else has been called racist, but maybe Rena has been called racist. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. I, I really don't is defending know. Diana, I think. Because, you know, remember, we, we talked about this, too, on a prior show. I, um, a lot of people feel it's a microaggression that Diana Jenkins says that Garcelle is the least welcoming. Right, right, right. That, that I know. So, I just think, you know, in general, I think people do say this. Sure, they do. So, but listen, Rinna is, yeah, I mean, I don't know. How, what do you think about it? Well, to me, I feel like that's just where we're at, right? Like, I think that comes with the territory, you know? Um, you, you know, it's hard for, I don't know. I think in general, it's hard for you and me to comment because we should bring on a black content creator because I, I really don't know. Like to me, that's the name of the game, right? It's like you call people out on these shows, you're in their face. Like if you don't, so I- I guess I would ask my question would be to the people that think Diana Jenkins is racist or Sutton's racist or Rin is racist is how should they go about fighting with these women of color? That would be my question. Otherwise, I, I mean, what do you, what are we going to comment? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, I don't get offended. I'm not, 
I'm not offended. I'm not sure why Rena deleted it, except for, to your point, she's kind of working for the network where it's like, it's out there real quick and then it's retracted because she knows if it's out there, even for five minutes, everyone's going to screenshot, screenshot. Exactly. I, I wonder why she deleted this though. That's like my whole thing. Oh, I think, I think it's just because I think it, then, you know, it, don't you feel like it's just a little bomb dropped? It's, it's, I think Rena knows exactly what she, Rena, Rena is not new, you know, to this game. I think she dropped it, boop, you know, and then like took it back. Um, but it's already, you know, it's out there. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't matter if it's deleted or not. It's already out there. Exactly. Sorry, I was just reading a text um, to see if there was something else coming in, but there's not. No, and I mean, I've seen people post about it, um, you know. Yeah, w- it, what are the people saying? Well, um, a lot of people feel like, well, a lot of people feel that Diana Jenkins is racist um, with her words. Um, I have to say, I mean, because we talked about Diana recently, you and I, there's one person that made a comment that they like Diana. I'm not coming for Diana. I just think Diana is really, really, really not liked. Like who, I, I say this every time, who out there likes Diana? I'm not coming for her. I'm fine if you love her. I'm fine if the whole world loves her. I, I really want to know, is anyone loving Diana Jenkins on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm not feeling that warm, fuzzy love from the people for her. You get it? Yeah. And then the other misstep, I guess, that Diana has made recently is she posted on her her Instagram, Dear Garcelle, next time you go on national TV, why don't you educate viewers on how many times I went to Haiti, your home country? Why don't you tell them how many planes full of first aid and medical supplies I sent to Haiti? Why don't you tell viewers how many millions of dollars I've given to your country? A woman from Bosnia did that. Also, you could have mentioned all the money I have given and everything I've done for women's rights in Congo and other 100% black communities. You are very familiar with all the work I have done for human rights all around the globe. So and people, people like are that. coming for her. Like, right. Why? Why? Like, why are you, do you need like accolades? Like, why do we need to applaud your charity? Like basically saying, like, if you're giving to, ch- I think that's what people are saying. Like, why are you bragging? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, people just don't like Diana. That's like the bottom line. Um, so that's that. Okay. So, I mean, I, I look, I mean, Rina, just the bottom line is Rina's a shit star. Like she knows by saying this, that every time we come after Garcelle, you're all, you're calling all of us racist. And I mean, she knows that this is going to, this is not just a, a let's like, you know, are my lips, big or are they bigger? This is a whole thing. And she knows what she's doing, you know? Um, Beverly Hills, look, we, we, it's, it's going, it's going, you know, we see Diana get into it with Sutton a few weeks ago. Oh, let's talk about this, that, that article, which I don't know where this article came from, that, you know, I saw the point of it that Beverly Hills is like on the decline. You remember this article you and I are like, I don't even yes, understand this article. First this. of all, this article is, can I just say this article isn't like in Variety Magazine. It's not in like Vanity Fair. Like, I'm sorry, I'm being a publication snob, but like, what is this publication? What is this that's saying like, I'm worried about the future of Beverly Hills? Well, the ratings are great. 
Um, Apparently the ratings are through the roof, like the best ratings that they've ever had. The best ratings that they ever had. I mean, I, I understand the point of the article of like, if there's fake storylines, how can this show survive? And they're referencing Crystal Kung Minkoff and saying like, is this girl just making this whole thing up about Sutton said something and now like she has no storyline. So she's picking something from a year ago. And they're referencing Dorit and saying Dorit was on the chopping block. She was probably going to get let go. And then she had a home invasion and that does not add up. So she's saying Crystal has a fake storyline and Dorit's home invasion is a fake storyline. None of us really know both that either of those to be true. I don't think I don't think either storyline is fake. I think there probably isn't much there with the Crystal Sutton thing. I think we already got to the bottom of that. There really wasn't anything more to say. And then Crystal kind of admitted that. Okay, so that that I think was real. I mean, I I, I just do not believe because people people cite that this story is not adding up about Dorit, like the whole robbery thing. They say it all the time. No one's been caught. What robber leaves the cell phone by the gate? Um, that why is she doing therapy? I just feel like I don't know. It's such bad karma to question that. Like, do you guys really think? I mean, that they would. I mean, who who is really going to fake rob their house and then keep that quiet? You really think, I mean, do you know, it's like when these conspiracy theories, this is what drives me crazy about the internet. And I think I've ranted about conspiracy theories here. You know how many people have to be complacent to keep a conspiracy theory going? Like, it's not like, oh, two people. I mean, there would be probably text messages. There would be phone call trails to these. I mean, you guys really think they hired two or three guys to rob their house and then those men are going to keep it quiet? I mean, listen, I feel that, no, I don't. I don't think it's fake. I do think that these women, many, most, including Jory, would do anything possible to stay on the show, reality TV, but I don't think they would do this. I think they would do anything that was legal. Do you know? So I, I agree with you. I mean, imagine how, first of all, the karma, but imagine like, how would you ever sleep again at night knowing that you did this? Like, this is a real offense. Like, this is like Jesse Smollett, like jail. Like you would just be scared. Like if you're not a criminal, you would be scared of like someone knocking on your door every day of like, you're caught and you're going to jail. So and this is a Jesse small. I mean, yeah, look at Jesse Smollett, right? No one kept quiet. You know, that was a whole stage thing. And everybody came forward after the heat was on. It was like, okay, it was fake. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, everybody but him, you know, he still says it's is was a real attack, you know, but of course, where's the person that did it? You know, I mean, it just takes like, right, one person being caught and they're like, you're going to jail for seven years or you can turn on Dory Kemsley. And the person would say, okay, here's they're the phone. Dury- right. So it, I, it I think it's anon- true. It would be an anonymous tip by now. It would be, I mean, do you know how much bigger the story, if this was fake, right? And you were one of the robbers, do you know how much bigger, okay, sure. You go to jail for maybe 18 months. Okay. Or something like that. Then you write a book, you're on ABC, NBC, you're every, I mean, it's just, I can't believe that people would accuse them of that. Now, I mean, look, do I think this is probably Dorit's last season? Maybe she has one more, probably. But I still don't think 
that they would go to that length, you know? And, and honestly, I think they're going to manifest. I think they'll pop up on Mauricio's new show. I bet, you know, I mean, PK is an interesting character. He'll probably do a business deal with Mauricio. You'll see more of them. I still stand by, I still stand by what I said a few weeks ago. I feel the one person in jeopardy the most of not coming back is Dorit. Yeah. And a lot of people feel that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Not I, Crystal is going to live. She's going to live to see another day. There's more there. There's more there. You, do you can think hang, you, I do. I do. I don't think Crystal is here. She's no Lisa Rinna. But what, She's no, but what else? What else is there? She would probably be second. Someone said to me the other day, Diana Jenkins, LOL, one and done. Not really. We're all talking about Diana Jenkins. Guys, you can hate her. She's not going anywhere. Diana Jenkins will be back next season. I'm just saying these things as if I'm Andy Cohn, but she's coming back. Um, I don't think Crystal has much. I don't think there's much. I think she's probably the second most in trouble, but I just have a weird feeling that she is going to live to see another day. Look, it's an early season. It's early in the season-ish, but I'm t- I just, I really feel this in my gut about Dorit. I really think they're going to let her go. I, I do. I can't help shake this. All right. She's well, no, interesting to watch. She's interesting to watch. I just don't think there's, I mean, we're not even talking about the whole, like we're over the home invasion. Now it's a horrible thing to have happened. She is in therapy. I don't really, you know, I get what people are saying. Like, if you're really that torn up, why are you on air and why are you doing? But I mean, I just think it's bigger than that. Just like it's run its course and saying she were going to keep her because she's really authentic friends with Rinna and EJ and Kyle. Well, Teddy Mellencamp is very good friends with all those people. It's not going to keep her there. It's not. I no. I think you have a great point. Um, we do next time. There's a lot of things we didn't get to, which we're going to have to talk about oh next time. God. Very so quick before we wrap up. I mean, I'm so uninterested in this person, but Ooh. what did you send me about Leah McSweeney? You sent me something about her. <laughs> I, I have no interest. I have no interest, but let's, let's, let, let, let's hear what you. I didn't either. After I read the article. Um, well, Leah McSweeney was kind of, she was actually trending on Twitter this week. She, there was an article done about her input mag and it was basically, will her streetwear company survive and thrive? And it was, you know, streetwear OG Leah McSweeney takes a victory lap. And it was just talking about the married to the mob founder and real housewives, former star, um, released a memoir. She released that memoir, I believe a while ago it yeah. wasn't it? in April. Is this like her? I think it's her team putting it out to the press and getting press for the memoir. And it's called Finding Meaning in the Madness, One Bad Decision at a Time, the Liam McSweeney Chaos Theory. So it basically just talks about her Married to the Mob brand, um, which is really, yeah, it's the streetwear brand, how it's trying to evolve. Um, She basically just talks about how she's developed this kind of unabashed, you know, I am who I am, also being sober. I mean, we can like wrap it up right there, racing. You know, really not nothing a, else. <laughs> I am not a fan of hers. I don't even understand how she was cast for Housewives. I think she puts a stain on the Roni legacy, but there is the strong rumor that she is in Girls Trip 3. So we have, I mean, this whole Thailand. Good for that. Yeah. Good for that. Yeah. I mean, I think she should be thrilled that she's a two season. And you know, the thing is for girls trip three, we're now mixing up. We had housewives for one ex housewives for two. And the third one, we're now mixing in ex housewives 
in current housewives. Like the rumor is it's going to be Heather Gay and Whitney from Salt Lake. I think you'll absolutely see some Salt Lake. It's going to be Giselle and um, Robin. I love it. And Robin, our girls from Potomac. Listen, we haven't had any Salt Lake or any Potomac. So it's going to be them. Leah's going to be there. And I forgot who the others. Oh, Shannon Bedore is the rumor. And somebody else. I don't know. But uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Leah will be good for that. Um, Yeah. There's really nothing else to say about the article i you know it was interesting it trended for for a while on um and really i guess if you're really into fashion it goes into the fashion world and what it takes and the evolution and how her daughter's influencing the brand. it was kind of more about the fashion side of it than it really was about leah she just moving on moving on i hate (laughs) thirst i hate thirst um the thirst is real. Well, I like. I don't mind thirst if it's like I. I think the thirst is good. Like if you've got something to back it. But it was like once you start reading the article, you're like, oh, there's this is there's nothing here. This is this is a PR piece. This is just so. But like the women of Dubai clapping back at Rena and all. I mean, I like that thirst. That's like good. That's good. That's good thirst. That's promotional for a reason. But this is just talking about her fashion line and blah 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 i mean hey listen if dubai comes back a second season maybe we'll start throwing them into the ultimate girls trip eventually but i'm not so sure that people are talking night and day about dubai i'm not i I think it's oh i don't think anybody i people that i've talked to have tuned in tuned out nobody and honest to god i can't even name a carolyn i think is the only one i can name i mean i just i've watched a couple episodes i'm so bored but Maybe, you know, who knows? I mean, we're one scandal away from everyone getting on board. So there you go. Did everyone love Salt Lake before this whole Jen Shaw drama? I mean, I did, but the ratings certainly weren't great. So you're right. One blow of someone. These girls want this shit so bad over there in Dubai. Someone's going to go. Something's going to come up. Something's going to come up. I mean, think about what the Salt Lake cast did when this thing happened to Jen Shaw. They probably went home and like Lisa Barlow probably went home and got on her knees and like said, thank you, God, like said 12 Hail Marys. Right. Oh, I mean, yeah. She was like, oh, my God, our liquor company is going to be massive. Yes. Yes, she did. Yes. Lisa's happy to be there. Um, okay, so listen, we're going to be back soon. We're going to talk about yes. more. Where can everyone find you? can find me behind the Velvet Rope or at Behind Velvet Rope. And I'm on TikTok. So why isn't everyone following me on TikTok? Come on. God. Okay, wait, I'm going to do that follow right now. Follow me, um, please. Please follow me. Show on TikTok too. You can follow David and me when you're there. Uh, the Sarah Fraser Show puts out new episodes every week, and I'm really known for my Wednesday TLC talk, where we do a deep dive into all your favorite TLC shows. Love it, Sarah. We're gonna be back soon. David. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. 
We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.